Hey there, everyone. Here we are at lesson 131. No one can fail who seeks to reach the truth. The truth, of course, is all about love and joining and what's right about us and our contribution to the world and so on. And then it starts right out. Failure is all about you while you seek for goals that can't be achieved. Look for permanence in the impermanent. For love where there's not any, safety in the midst of danger, immortality within the darkness of the dream of death. Who could succeed where contradictions like this provide the setting for the searching? And how could you find any stability here? This would be like having a goal to try to make something that happened in a dream work out in your life. And that's why it says goals that are meaningless aren't attained. You could never attain making a project that you dreamed about last night somehow come to fruition in your waking life. They aren't related to one another. So it says these meaningless goals can't be reached. And the means by which you strive for them just make no sense. They're meaningless. And who could use such senseless means and hope that they're going to get us anything? Where would they lead? And what could they achieve that offers any hope of being real? Pursuit of the imagined leads to death because it's the search for nothing. Now listen to these words. While we seek for life, we're really asking for death. We're asking for it by putting our attention on all of those things that are impossible. It says, you look for safety and security. In other words, we hope for that while in your heart you pray for danger and protection for the little dream you made. That prayer means that's what we pay attention to. We pay attention to all the things in our outer life and how we're somehow going to be safe and successful here. So although theoretically we might want safety and security, where we put our attention is on things related to danger and protection from that danger. Then it moves right on and says, okay, searching is inevitable here. For this you came, and you will surely do the thing you came for. Now, how many of you recognize that something has been missing in your life for a long time? You don't know how to put words around it, but you recognize something's not right here. All of us, if you really think about it. And then it says, but the world can't dictate this goal. In other words, we're impelled to look for something, but it can't tell us what that goal is unless we give it the power to do that. Otherwise, we're free to choose any goal we want to. And one that lies beyond the world and every worldly thought and that comes to us from an idea relinquished, we tried to let go of it, but remember it, and this is what we're after. It's an echo. This goal that we're after is an echo of our heritage forgotten, and yet it holds everything we really want. Okay, so we're urged to be very glad that we are impelled to search and be also glad to learn that the search for heaven is what we really want, and we must find that goal. No one can fail to want this goal and reach it in the end. Ultimately, everyone wants to experience love. 
God's Son, that's all of creation, cannot seek vainly, i.e. we can't be putting our attention someplace vainly. Although we can try to force delay, we can deceive ourselves and think that the things of this world are what we really want. But when we are wrong, we find correction. In other words, when things don't work out here, when pain gets to be too great, when we wander off, that's what that means. We've got worldly goals that we're trying to accomplish that don't include love and compassion. And then we're led back to our appointed task. So here's the really great news. No one remains in hell. No one remains in a fearful state because no one can abandon his creator. That's because we live in the mind as the mind of the creator. Where are we going to go? And nothing about our crazy ideas can affect his perfect and timeless and unchanging love for us and for all. We will find heaven. We will find unity because everything else we try to find will fall away because it's unsatisfactory. And also we can't do it. (laughs) And it's not because it's been taken from us. We realize we don't want it. We are going to reach the goal we really want as certainly as God created us sinless or innocent. You see, this would be like if you really love the opera and someone says to you, I'm never going to let you go to a boxing match again, you'd go, fine with me. I don't want to go to a boxing match in the first place, so this is no sacrifice. (laughs) So you see, we're not asked to give up anything we want. And then it proceeds by saying, so why wait for heaven? Why wait for a deeply satisfying, loving, fabulous, and a whole bunch of other adjectives life when it's here today? Time is just a big smokescreen. It's just a big lie. Somehow what we're looking for either is in the past or in the future. This is impossible because that sense an experience of deep love is right where we are. It will always be right where we are because it's what we are. How could the will of God, which is basically us, be in the past? This just makes no sense. What he wills or what is created is right here now. Aren't you right here now? (laughs) And we actually don't have a past and we don't have a future. We are being recreated and reborn every instant. So what this says is, is our ability to experience love is as far removed from time as a tiny candle from a distant star or what you chose from what you really want. So here it says, heaven remains. You're a one alternative to this weird world you have made. All its ways, its shifting patterns, uncertain goals, painful pleasures, tragic joys, these are all contradictions. They're opposites. Love doesn't have any of these contradictions. What denies his own existence and attacks itself is not of him. This is ego stuff. He didn't make us two minds, like some sort of an inner self and an outer self, with heaven or wonderful things as the glad effect of one and this awful experience, at least for so many, of earth as the sorry outcome in the opposite way. God doesn't suffer conflict. 
He doesn't create conflict. He doesn't suffer conflict. And in reality, we don't either. Creation is not split in two. It is impossible that what is actually created could be in hell, which is something that is unloving, when love itself established us simply, totally in a place of unity. So could that be lost when it was given to us forever? It says, don't try any longer to impose an alien will upon God's single purpose. That's what the ego does. It's like, I don't think God, whatever that is, is really meaningful. And so I'm going to make up a will of my own. I'm going to make up a self of my own. And that's what we did. It says, God is here. Love is here because he wants to be. And if he decides that we are what he is and he is here, then that's a done deal. So today, we're not going to choose a paradox. We're not going to choose a contradiction in place of the truth. How could we, creation, make time to take away the will of God? It doesn't take it away. It does obscure it. And of course, that obscuring is what we're going to try not to do any longer. We think we made a hell opposing heaven. Nope, we can go to sleep and dream it, but we can't actually accomplish that. And we believe that we abide in what doesn't exist, where that's the hallucination problem. While heaven, which is where we are and what we are, we just can't seem to find. Well, that's what happens when you go sound asleep, go crazy, live in a hallucination, and you have everything upside down and backwards. Remember, once again, what the Course wants us to do is to say everything you believe now is not true, and we're going to have to switch everything over 180 degrees to find what is. You can see why we have to have a lot of lessons and say this over and over and over to keep rewiring your thinking in this entirely opposite way. So then it asks us, just leave all these foolish thoughts like this behind and turn into your mind where true ideas about love and compassion and joining and reality actually exist. So no one can fail who seeks to reach this truth. And that's what we want. And we're going to devote 10 minutes, three times a day, to ask to see the rising of the real world. So we're still in the world of form, but it becomes cleaner, more loving, more unified, more compassionate, etc. To replace the foolish images that now we hold dear. The foolish images don't look so good. Take a look around the world. We're going to replace those with these true ideas. Okay. The ones we have now have no meaning, no effect, no source, no substance. Why wouldn't we want these new ideas? So now we're going to start our practice periods with these words. I ask to see a different world and think a different kind of thought from those we made. The world I seek I did not make alone, and the thoughts I want to think are not my own. Okay. Clearly, I want to see a different world from what comes up when I look through the eyes of hate or fear or separation or greed. I want to see something besides that. And I want to think a different kind of thought. I do not wish to continue with my opinions, my judgments, my what's wrong with myself or someone else. 
So this world I seek, I didn't make by myself. In other words, the world of reality and love and joining and peace was given me. I didn't invent it by myself. The ego is what happens when I invent things by myself. The thoughts I want to think are not my own. They were given us in our creation. They are the loving thoughts that were given us. So now, watch your mind and see, although your eyes are closed, this senseless world that we invest in now. And all of the thoughts of guilt and blame and fear and being a victim that are compatible with this world. Just let them go. Sink below them to a place where they can't enter and imagine that there's a door and you're just going to continue to go beneath these. What this is saying is we need a frequency shift. We need a shift from a fear frequency to a loving frequency, an acceptance frequency. So seek for this door and find it. But before you try, remind yourself you can't fail when you're seeking for love, when you genuinely want that. And this is the request we're making today. Nothing but this has any meaning. No goal do we value. Nothing before this door do we really want. And only what lies beyond this door, which is unity and love, do we want to seek. So just put out your hand. See how easily this door swings open when you have this one intent to go beyond it. Angels light the way. The darkness vanishes and you are standing in a light so bright and clear that now you finally can understand. A little moment of surprise perhaps before you realize the world you see before you in the light reflects this truth you knew, this thing we've been looking for. And we didn't quite forget it in wandering away in the dreams of being a separate self. So once again, it keeps reminding us you can't fail today. There walks with you, the Spirit having sent you every bit of help in the world that we might approach this door someday, and here we are. And with all of this help, just slip effortlessly past it. Today, that day has come. Today, this ancient promise is kept as we keep our promise to come back to love. So this is a day of gladness, for we have come to the appointed time and place where we're going to find this goal, this tremendous goal that we have searched for. And all of the seeking of the world is going to end as we pass through this door. So remember this often. This is a time of special gladness and give up all those dismal thoughts about what's wrong and the meaningless laments. Salvation's time has come. That means finding our way home has come. Today we can do this. Today is set by unity itself, by love itself, to be a time of grace for you, for me, for us, and for the world. And if we should just forget this through this day, remind yourself Today I seek and find all that I want. My single purpose offers it to me. No conflicts, no ego goals are going to get in my way. My single purpose is love and forgiveness. So no one can fail who seeks to reach this truth. Big, long lesson. 
really important. So have a great day practicing. I'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye.